Welcome to Ground Force Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrell. Here on a Friday afternoon with you recording. This is a podcast for my trucking my trucking group, the trucking people, my logistics people. Anybody can listen, of course. Everybody can benefit from the discussions we'll have and the things we'll cover. Um, you're listening to episode one. Very excited to get this started. Been wanting to do this for a long time. Been in logistics and transportation uh, over 15 years. All sides. In the truck, on the docks, in the office, in suits, in boots, no shoes. You guys know how it goes. It can be tough out there, but it can be great. There's a lot of money, a lot of opportunities, a lot of things to be done. Country relies on this. The world relies on logistics. It's constantly evolving, constantly changing. Technology's everywhere. Not adopted enough. Should be a lot of stuff we can cover here. I'm very excited. We're gonna help some people get further in their career, get more, more of what they're looking for, which is money, right? Money and time, fun, happiness, security, health. These things can be done in logistics. These things can be done in transportation. <clears throat> There's good good ways to go about doing things, and there's not good ways about doing things, and we're going to hear a lot of it. Really going to talk to our community and our fellow drivers, and um, we're going to give you an opportunity to call in and tell us your situation, and uh, we're going to help you. As a group, I'm going to help you. Our listeners are going to help you, and by giving is how you receive by helping others get what they want is how you get what you want. And that's something we're going to touch along with a lot of other core principles uh, of how to obtain things in your life that you're trying to attain. So let's get started. We don't have any callers. This is episode one. Gives you a lot of time to listen to me. We'll see how you enjoy that. Hopefully it works out well. Hopefully you uh, you get something from this, and hopefully I can help I can help you guys out. Um, we're gonna start off this episode by looking at some news. We're gonna look at some transportation news. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, the industry does not have enough drivers. The drivers that they do have get treated very poorly. Um, there's a wide range of of what they're paid. You've got drivers being paid hourly. $10 an hour probably, probably less. Um, you've got drivers making a quarter million. There's probably drivers out there making a million. Um, if if you're a driver and you own your truck and, and you own several other trucks, you're essentially a driver. And uh, depending on how many trucks you have is how much money you can, you can earn or lose. We'll talk about that. But, um, you know, so the, the ceiling is almost unlimited. Usually people are out of the seat at that point, but, you know, there's a wide range here. And i um, not sure if that's good or bad, but it's it's here, and uh, I would say it's a good thing. It's an opportunity. There's opportunities everywhere. We're going to look for them. And um, what else is going on? Okay, we've got technology coming to play. We've got the Tesla trucks coming up here in a couple of years, Okay. Um, we've got trucks with DEF, trucks without DEF. You know, which ones are you, which ones are you driving right now? Are you driving an old truck? Are you getting stressed out over your truck? Uh, you know, when the job's stressful enough, don't get mad, don't get upset. 
90% of you probably are stressed out about your truck. So, you know, you can either get yourself out of it or understand that it's a part of the job at the time and the place where you're at. And uh, to tell you the truth, if, if you can... If you can make something with a bad truck, what can you do with a good truck? So, having a bad truck can be an opportunity. Let's see what we got here. Talking about the fatal Tesla crash in March. One with the Model X SUV in California. <clears throat> what are they saying here? Let's look. Let's get info. Driver had hands off the steering wheel in the last seconds before the accident. Okay, that's not normal. According to data downloaded from vehicle autopilot, Tesla's suite of advanced driver assistance systems was on, including in the minutes immediately before the crash. The car made alerts to the driver to place his hands on the steering wheel more than 15 minutes prior to the crash. During the minute before the accident, the driver's hands were detected on the steering wheel on three separate occasions for a total of 34 seconds. For the last six seconds prior to the crash, the vehicle did not detect the driver's hands on the steering wheel. We could read into that pretty far. We can... We can only hope that this information is exact, but you know we're going on the information given. So is that true? Not sure. Um, but if it is, maybe the driver fell asleep and he was able to. Maybe he was nodding off. Maybe he woke up and he nodded off again and wasn't able to to hold himself awake. And, and that was that. Or who knows? Could have been a host of other things. But I don't know if I would necessarily blame this on the car. You know, was his hand, was this person's hands on the steering wheel the entire time or for the two minutes up until the crash forcing the car not to crash? Probably not. Well, they're saying not. So, um, you know, we can only read in this too, so much. Um, people have to pay attention. This is new. This is new technology. Come on. You should, nobody should be going to sleep right now while this technology is going out. You know, maybe you can check your email that you're probably doing already that you're not supposed to be doing, that you should not be doing. But maybe it's safer without a pilot on to do that. So five years from now, maybe different. Elon Musk wants no chance of a crash within three lifetimes to be the ratio that people are, are happy with that he's trying to hit. So I think I'd be happy with that. But, you know, that's not right this second. This is the, okay. You don't need to capsize any boats, okay? You, you need to take risks, but if you... If you... Take your ship... And it is now sunk. You're not going anywhere. So don't put two feet out. Don't be don't be silly. Use technology to your advantage. Don't use it to your demise. Okay, enough about that. That stuff's coming up. You guys gotta pay attention to that. Okay. Technology is how you compete. Technology is how people compete with big 
people. It's the only way little people compete with big people and come out of the blue is because there's some sort of technology or sometimes a crazy process change, but usually technology um, or utilizing of technology in a new way, okay? So you don't want to be the person on the opposite end of that. When there's new technology, you want to weigh it. Is it financially viable for me to to invest in this at this moment? If not at what moment? If not ever, but I will tell you if it's technology, there's a good chance that it probably should be sometime. So don't dismiss an automatic truck and saying, oh, they'll never get rid of drivers. They're always going to need a driver. Of course, you're always going to need a driver. But you want to make more money? Okay, well, if there's a new truck coming that can help you make more money, don't busy yourself with silly questions. So, um, you know, there looks like there's going to be a new tool coming to the market that could be huge. The automation of your truck. Look into it. Stay on top of it. There's going to be some batteries on this, so you better be some safe drivers. You see what happens to these Model S's when they crash. They burst into flames, these lithium batteries. There's going to be more batteries on these semi-trucks. So you want to be careful. You may want to take that into consideration with, you know, are you a dangerous route driver? Are you New York City? I mean, maybe you don't want to drive that truck in New York City. Maybe you do. I don't know. But don't count it out. See what else is going on in the world here. Hmm. Largest transportation companies. Let's take a look at this. Forbes. Largest transportation companies. The world's largest transportation companies of 2018. the age of Amazon. Dow Jones Transportation Index gained 20% in 2017. Aided by long-term trends like the relentless rise of e-commerce shipments and the strengthening of the economic growth. Okay. Three U.S. firms I would agree with that too. I think we've seen some we've seen some growth. Uh, just strong. You need it right now. There's no there's no way not to have it, and grow. We're seeing growth. We're gonna have it. So, makes sense. Three U.S. firms: United Parcel Service (UPS), FedEx, Union Pacific Railroad Company. Okay, they topped the 2018 Forbes transportation ranking. While UPS remains an industry leader by sales, FedEx and its billionaire founder Fred Smith appear poised to soon top the industry's ranks due to the company's surging profits and market value. Let's talk about that for a second. Billionaire founder Fred Smith. Should this guy be a billionaire? Yes. Provided overnight shipments to everybody. Send something overnight by an airplane. Okay, not only that. It's not, he didn't just all of a sudden have this network. This network was created. There was help, of course. But if you do some history, there's, there was a point in time where Fred Smith, I believe, if I'm correct, walked into a casino with $7,000. 
and bet some money, which, you know, this isn't something people should do. We'll, we'll talk about this incident or this, or this uh, event um, after I describe it. But went into the casino with $7,000 approximately and, and gambled to make enough money to cover payroll for the next day. Anybody that's have, have, has had a small business probably can relate. Um, that is not something you want to do, but it is the mark that you see on the history of the successful person. Not that they did something like that, but that they at some point in time have legally done whatever it took to do whatever it takes to get the job done. And that he's been the toughest positions you could probably possibly be in business-wise and, and part of life-wise. Probably deserves to be a billionaire. We've all utilized his company in my entire life and, you know, you use it a lot. So, um, well-deserved. Keep an eye on people like that, too. Okay, now it's also UPS and FedEx... Also, both have Ground Fleet Networks. Ground Force, shout out. Ground Fleet Networks going door. I mean, and when I say door, yeah, they're going to the door to the business, but they're also going to the door to the people, to the person. Both of these people come to my house. I know what these companies look like. I know their logos. They've been to my house. If any of you guys have been to my house, you're probably going to be on the next step, right? Or your company. So um, let's remember that. Um, that's working for these guys. Not easy though. You don't have to be that way, but let's let's look at the principle of these guys are out there. You you feel them. You know of them. They're around. They're showing up. They're doing something for you. It's good. Good for them. Union Pacific Train Company. A little surprising. I I would feel that there would be a, another trucking company. I mean, these train companies are big, so. I guess they've got to be somewhere, but um, Union Pacific being up there, that's interesting. Now, something that we might look at is, were they up there last year? Or did they move up? Because if they moved up, maybe they acquired some rail companies, but more, you know, they may have done some cold start, maybe they bought some brokerages, opened up some brokerages, but maybe freight's moving, moving to rail now. Did they, maybe that's how they're at the list because they got more business from rail. Now, did they get that business from rail because customers and shippers are trying to save money? Did they get that business because there's not enough trucks so that's the only other way? Damn good possibility there. More likely probably both. Let's see here. So, um... These guys are doing their thing. Both these top two guys, you know, UPS and FedEx, both have an air fleet of 200. That doesn't say it's an article. I'm just I'm telling this because I know it. They both have fleets in the neighborhood 200 plus. I could be uh, off a little bit in whatever way. It doesn't matter for sake of argument because the next closest competitor to that is not even close. I'm talking 10, 20 probably, and I don't even know who they are. So um, you know, maybe DHL or what have you. But... Um, you know, those guys got planes. They got a ground force. These guys are massive. Use it to your advantage, though. Something, you know, do you want to work for these companies? Do you want to drive for them? Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people that want to drive for them. There are a lot of people that do drive for them. There's benefits to working as a ground, you know, a, uh, 
small package delivery driver. There's benefits to working as a tractor trailer driver, benefits to being a double, you know, doubles driver. Um, we'll talk to some people that do all this stuff and we'll, we'll get their take and what they like. And, uh, you know, there's some, there's probably some waiting spots to it. You know, I'm sure everybody is probably looking for drivers right now, but I guarantee you there's somebody that's full. There's somebody that's full and there's somebody that's full because they're one of the best companies out there too. I mean, we just know that's going to be a fact. I have a lot of history with a lot of these companies we'll talk to and a lot of the drivers that we talk to, the companies that they work for, I have a lot of history with. I can provide some insight on, on that part of it. I've helped uh, truckload companies grow, multiple companies grow from one, one truck to 100 plus trucks. Um, cross-border, regional, local, you know, and um, I don't have experience in everything. I've got experience in a lot. Perfect person to be doing this show for you guys, but I don't know it all, and um, we'll be learning a lot of great things, but uh, we'll all be providing benefit to, to someone every time, hopefully, if we're doing our job well. So I don't think there's much more to talk about on the UPS, FedEx, Union Pacific. We're going to keep Union Pacific in the back of our heads as our shows evolve. Interesting, they're up there. One day we'll be able to dive more into it and uh, see what those guys have been up to, what they're doing up there. But that's the big stuff. And, uh, you know, us little guys, uh, that stuff doesn't affect us day to day, but it's important that we understand. Very important that you understand everything that's going on because you want to pay attention. You got to take more than just the money from this job. You eventually want to have the freedom that you want and you want to be able to have the money to do things that you want to do. And you want to be able to have the money be your army. In order to have that army, you got to have the money. So it's important. We pay attention. Amazon's coming too. What are they doing? They're doing something. Do you want to team up with them? Is your company already teaming up with them? Is it going to take you from an over-the-road driver to a home driver? Are you going to be bidding shipments off your phone? Uber type? Does that affect what you do with your business going forward? Possibly. But that's not what's going on right now. We don't, we don't have them out on the streets. So we worry about what we're doing. We keep an eye on what everybody else is doing as well. So... The first thing that I'd like to talk about today before we get done with our uh, introduction to everybody here is, you know, not only are you in a truck, possibly, or maybe you're not, maybe you're a listener doing something else, but not only are you doing what you're doing every day to make some money, you've also got other responsibilities. More than likely, you have a family, you have friends, people that care about you. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's just a dog. Maybe it's your truck. Maybe it's a bank that's relying on you to make the payment. You know, you don't have any family. You don't think that, uh, you know, you're really responsible to anybody. You'll just go hang up the truck if things don't work out. What about that guy that made that loan to you? Is it a small bank? Is it a big bank? Were you his first loan that he was successful with? Were you his only loan that he was successful with? Maybe not. Is he going to be stressed that night? Though, when it lands on his table, you didn't make that payment? And does he take that home to his family? Maybe he just had a newborn? You know, maybe um, maybe something else happens and then on top of it is just too much. So, 
Okay, you got a responsibility. It's a social responsibility. It's a responsibility to yourself. While we get started on this journey together, the biggest part of it is us bettering ourselves. Because when we make ourselves better, things get better for us. There's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of little adjustments we can do to adjust our outcomes and the ways our days present themselves. But one of our default fallbacks need to be when things get tough, we get tougher. Not verbally, maybe verbally, maybe, I mean, you do. You know, if it's, if life's getting tough, hey, I need to work out. I'm not working out enough. Okay, that's being real. That's tough on yourself, but it's not, hey, you know, you're an idiot. No, that's not what we're talking about. Constructive, being tough. It's, it's being tough on yourself when I say that is, is, is being realistic with yourself in a way that makes you positively better. So you have, you know, life is tough right now. You know what you have, I have not been, but you don't even have to word it that way. Maybe you shouldn't. Life's being tough right now. It's time for me to get tough by myself. We're doing this. We're working out now. Push-ups now. Squats now. Running now. Sprints now. Water now. Bills now. Check my bank accounts now. Do the maintenance on my truck now. Don't have the money for the maintenance. I'm going to find it now. I'm going to get it done now. It's going to keep me out of trouble in the future. If I didn't do those things and I did this thing, those things now because life is being tough and I'm being tougher on myself, I'm now in an immediate better spot than where I was. And when life is not being tough and you're hearing this or you're remembering this, stop real quick and get tougher real quick so that you don't have to do it when life is getting tough. You just become tougher and something that's about to happen isn't as big a deal because you're already tougher in preparation for it and you're ready. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I think that's a good way to end it on this Friday. Hope this is a good 20-minute introduction. We're not going to make these things real long, but we're not going to make them real short either. I'm hoping to reach out to quite a few of you and hopefully we can have some, uh, some awesome discussions. And uh, hopefully there's a lot for people to take away. Safe driving. Everybody have a good weekend. Hustle. Work hard. Get rest. Stay fit. Talk soon.